This is Mental Health and You with WCPA. We're your hosts, Taylor Kennedy, Caitlin Schaefer, and Jacqueline Simplecamp. Our podcast covers mental health topics for you. From us, licensed mental health professionals. Let's get to this week's episode. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Mental Health and You. With last week's episode being a little on the heavier or sensitive side of things, we thought it might be nice to change things up this week. So we are going to talk about dating during the pandemic and how, you know, really being intentional in our relationships has been way more important the last year. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to this because dating in the year 2021 is challenging in general, let alone during a pandemic. I think we can all agree that relationships are a vital component in how our mental health is affected. And this year, many relationships were tested to say the least. Yeah, the pandemic forced us all to take a hard look at our relationships and feelings on connectedness. And I I don't just mean intimate relationships either. I think this even applies to friendships. Um, meeting of new people or the ability to do so, even our school relationships and work relationships. Yeah, in some capacity, all relationships were impacted this year for sure. Since it would take us like several hours probably to touch base on all aspects of relationships, we're just going to focus on intimate partner relationships today. We really want to focus on two sides of this, both the idea of starting a romantic relationship and also sustaining a relationship that we already were in during the pandemic. Dating can just look so different for so many people, but I don't know, the pandemic has really just made it extra unique. So we want to talk about how the dating game has changed over the last year. So I've heard several things. One of them is that people have avoided dating due to trying to social distance from others and to be mindful about not spreading the coronavirus, obviously. They've taken the approach of just pausing dating for now, which I think sucks. Like it really does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. And then another perspective, though, that I've heard is that people are continuing to date, but they're being more selective about it to, again, be mindful about not spreading the virus. And because of this, it's led to people committing to each other early on, like in an exclusive relationship, you know, earlier than they would have otherwise. Have you guys heard of any of this happening? Yeah, I feel like in the beginning, I heard that people were avoiding dating in the meeting of new people, you know, for social distancing purposes. But honestly, I've heard or what I've heard the most is that this pandemic has been a test. Some people have really thrived in this dating climate and others have really had their relationship fall apart. Yeah, I've heard these things as well. It really has been a test in some ways for people. I think about how even prior to the pandemic, how our dating culture was really shifting to finding people online. But the past year, it's there's really even been a bigger increase in that online dating and just overall having to be really creative with date nights. For instance, okay, so I'm going to put my friend on blast here, but she, um, she's she been able to actually have some really unique Zoom dates and now more recently kind of some interactive outdoor dates with somebody she met on an app during COVID. It was just kind of unique to hear about what they were doing for their dates. You know, they would kind of show each other their pets or their homes or introduce to roommates. And for her, it was kind of a a nice experience, but for others that probably would be really intimidating because there's not, it's not the same, right? Like there's not that connectedness that you do get from meeting people in person. Okay. Wait, I'm so nosy. So I have to interrupt (laughs) you. Do you have like an example of one of these creative dates? I can't imagine meeting somebody for the first time in a pandemic and then trying to organize structured dates using technology. 
Yeah. I mean, I think one of the coolest things is just they were both at home. So they both made their own dinners, right? And then had like their drinks and sat and had dinner. And then they kind of showed each other around their um, apartments and just kind of different things that were like meaningful. So she got to see like pictures that were in his thing of his family and hear about them and got to meet his like dog or cat or something. Um, So it was just kind of cool things that like you actually get to know people a little more even Right. the first few dates and just that idea of, like you guys said, being intentful. Fostering really- that connectedness. Yeah. Like, you the spaces, the important photos, that kind of stuff. You're yeah. like, that is cool. Oh, I love that. It's like a dinner date. Their yeah. technology. That I love it. Fun. She liked it. So it's cool. That's fun. So, yeah, I think that's really interesting. And just for me personally, meeting someone online like that would just freak me out because that's not an idea that I'm used to. But I know that's what people had to do. And actually thinking about some of my family members, there's two people I can think of who are now in serious relationships because they met each other early on in the pandemic and they were like, okay, it's probably safer for us to just focus on each other right now. And in doing that, they ended up being more serious, I would say, sooner than they would have been otherwise, which I don't really think is a bad thing necessarily. I mean, in general, I feel like this is a really hard situation for people dating because everyone craves some kind of connection with others. And I know that people are being judged for continuing to date as well. And on the other hand, people want to connect with their partners they're currently with. And the pandemic has added challenges to that scenario too. Yeah, that word connection is really kind of what stands out to me here. Because whether you are looking to find that intimate partner or you're currently in a relationship, I mean, just finding and sustaining that emotional and physical connection with a person is so important. So especially during a time where we've all been so isolated and so many people are just craving that connection, but even just a deeper connection, right? That we were missing out on through the pandemic. It's something a lot of people really are seeking and truly need right now. Well, yeah. And that word connection, I think is so prominent because we all want to connect in some kind of way. And I think technology really saved us this year because we still could connect with people. Whereas maybe if we didn't have that, it would be a lot more difficult. I think you're right. And Jacqueline, I'm with you. Dating or meeting someone online is definitely not something I would necessarily normally be comfortable with. And so I'm kind of happy, you know, the three of us didn't really have to deal with that because we are already in relationships because I think that would be a whole different challenge because I just wouldn't be comfortable with it. And then how am I going to form a relationship? I don't know. Sounds challenging. I admire everyone who figured it out. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, Taylor brings up a good point. We all are currently in relationships and we were prior to the pandemic. So we, you know, personally didn't get to experience, you know, that idea of, you know, having to try to find someone during the pandemic. And I, I don't know, I feel bad saying, saying it, but I know how mentally and emotionally challenging it was for me before meeting my fiance. But yet I am incredibly grateful that, you know, we didn't have to deal with trying to to find someone and deal with relationships in that way. I think the pandemic really only enhanced the challenges, right? And yeah. it just, like Jacqueline said, pushed this dating culture further and further to the online methods. So I don't know. I really do empathize with those that are trying to find love these days. Yeah, definitely empathize and admire the strength and flexibility. And just thinking about the whole dating situation, for me personally, it's a little different just because I haven't quote unquote dated in such a long time. And I think dating in the modern world is really tough anyway. And I'm not going to lie. I can't imagine how it was navigating that during a pandemic. But you guys are right. On the other side, the pandemic has still added stress and new challenges to existing relationships too. Jacqueline, we're 
dating apps around when you first started dating? Because I feel like you like have been together so long, I don't even think dating apps were around. Yeah, I don't think in 2010 they were. I could be wrong, <laughs> but at least to my knowledge, they were not. <laughs> so you would have definitely struggled dating during the pandemic because you've never oh, completely. even... Uh, completely. I think that is hysterical to me. I also think that even those who are like, I will never download a dating app or do you know the online dating you know, they did it during the pandemic. They yeah. they had to do it. They had to cave. They had to do it. And I'm sure there were so many unique dates that came out of the pandemic. But yeah, for me, the pandemic was hard enough without the extra layer. As we're talking, I want to acknowledge that even though the three of us didn't experience dating in the pandemic firsthand, we've still walked alongside people experiencing it themselves. So whether it be clients or friends or family, whoever, I'll speak for myself here. It's been something that I do want to understand from other people because it's something I think that the three of us can help with, again, even though we haven't experienced it ourselves. So I think that dating or finding love or finding your person is difficult enough as it is, let alone trying to do this during a pandemic. I know that some people experience a lot of stress when it comes to dating and they put a lot of pressure on the situation. And again, the pandemic just hasn't helped. It's added a lot of challenges for sure. Yeah. And I think the pandemic, you know, it impacted relationships in general. So in some way, shape or form, we're able to relate to the topic or we've walked alongside our peers and family members who have had their relationships impacted. But in general, what are some of the many themes from your personal conversations or even in sessions that you guys have noticed? I think that's a great question. I mean, the main theme I think I've noticed is that personal connection piece we were talking about earlier and how that was just really challenged over the past year and a half. It was almost like scary for some people to date, right? And to trust that new potential person because of safety reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I found people have just been a lot more intentful in their dating because of that. And people have really just had to do some self-reflection even on themselves and think about what they truly want out of a partner and probably do that a little more than before. Relationships have really been made or they've been broken, I feel like. And they are just like that anyway. But then in the in the pandemic too, because it's such a new and it's such a stressful situation to where it really does test out, is this relationship going to last or is it even going to start? There's honestly such a wide spectrum of what's going on right now. And sometimes stressful situations help people lean in together and other times it's too much and it pulls them apart. I agree. And a huge takeaway from this whole pandemic is that you know, that fundamental human need for belonging and connectedness. When we think about feelings of connectedness, there is a real sense of security and safety that comes with, right? So we get these feelings and needs met through our relationships. I really want to stress the word need when I say that. We get these needs met. As humans, we need these feelings to be mentally and physically healthy. If these feelings aren't met, that's when our body and our life, we go through those hard times of stress. These needs are fundamental and these positive feelings have a profound impact on our health. Yeah, I feel that way too. I think honestly, this was important for us to talk about because it's so relevant for young adults, especially I say just dating in general and being in relationships. I know we have a lot of listeners in that demographic. So we really wanted to discuss something specific to all of you guys. Because, you know, relationships in general certainly impact a person's mental health and overall well-being. We understand that building new and taking care of existing connections are things that take effort anyway. And this past year has made it challenging. Yeah, the impacts of our relationship and our environment 
You know, it isn't something that the general public normally thinks about and definitely doesn't talk about. But, you know, we're fundamentally social beings as humans. And we were all thrown for a loop when the pandemic hit us in the face last year. You know, the level of stress, uncertainty, worry we were all carrying was truly, um, you know, it was unbeknownst to us. We had never done it before. And this, along with our relationships being challenged, definitely can have a profound impact on our mental health. Dating definitely impacts our mental health. It is a very stressful thing for some people who really are looking to settle down and find someone to spend their life with. So naturally, factor in being isolated due to the pandemic and existing relationships being tested. Yeah, it 100% just can and it does take a toll on our mental health. We could do a whole episode, I think, on how relationships affect mental health. And maybe we will. I hope our listeners feel a sense of hope that they're not alone in this if they can relate. So, Caitlin and Jacqueline, you both are getting married this year. I'm sure your final year of dating before marriage and planning your weddings was definitely interesting during the pandemic. Yeah, it definitely was. I feel like we could honestly do an entire episode on just that because it's a whole thing. (laughs) Yes. Jacqueline and I have talked about that a lot, actually. Being a COVID bride has been a challenge, to say the least. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of weddings, Caitlin, you're taking a break next week, right? Yes, I am. I'm going to finish up all the little details, and then I'm going to go get married, finally. <laughs> so don't miss me too much, guys. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Jacqueline and I are going to explore rewriting the inner script while Caitlin is off getting married. Please join us next week. On Monday, we're going to give our thoughts on positive self-talk and rewriting your inner dialogue. That's going to be such a good one, guys. I'm excited to kind of change it up and be on the listening end of things for once. So thanks, listeners. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and have a great week. Bye, guys. (laughs) 